Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another edition of the Stephanie Gately Show podcast here on WFUV Sports. DJ Sixsmith here with you, now joined by the lovely head coach, Stephanie Gately. Coach, 2014, how are you feeling about the new year? Kind of liked how 2013 was going, to be honest. So if we can just carry over some of the things we've done in 2013, I, th I think that you know 2014 will be a great year. So your team right now, 11-2, and two, tying a program record for 10 straight victories and winners of the Fordham Hottie Classic. Just take us through what it meant to you to finally be a champion of the tournament at home. You know, it just, when you set that tournament up, obviously you, that's your goal, and it's eluded us the last couple of years, and especially I know Erin was so upset last year, especially losing in the first round, and um, her parents were in town this time, and I mean, I thought, you know, it was a good field. I mean, I think Harvard's an outstanding team. I just thought we played very well. Were you surprised how easily you defeated Harvard? I mean, we talked about this with Holy Cross. You guys have really had a knack for beating good teams by a wide margin. What do you think has really been the key in doing that so far this year? One, yes, I was surprised. And two, the answer would be defense. I just really think the kids have really started to take ownership over the defensive details. We're really a detailed-oriented team and obviously a real defensive-oriented team. And I mean, over the last 10 games, we've held our opponents under 50 points, and I think that's you know, a tribute to the kids buying into our defensive philosophy. And obviously, Aaron has been so important for you this year. But looking at some of the other players, and particularly Sam Clark in that Harvard game, who struggled early on in the first half but had 11 points in the second half, do you think that can be her coming out party and getting going in 2014? Well, I think, you know, the, a big step for Sam was the second half against UNC Greensboro because, you know, she struggled in the first half. And I thought Mary came in and gave us great minutes. And I think her seeing, you know, how well Mary did was a little bit of a motivator for Sam. And I thought Sam, and I, I text Sam after the um, Harvard game because I thought she played a really, really strong game in, in both aspects, both off offensively and defensively. And one of the conversations I had with her is it's got to be a self-motivation. It can't be just be motivation by fear of, you know, somebody taking your minutes or somebody, you know, doing things better. It's got to be that you know you're that good and you're capable of doing those things. So do it because it's the right thing to do. And looking at that Harvard game, Aaron picks up her third foul in the first half, has to sit the final eight minutes. And last year, if you think about that, it may have been a little bit different the way the final eight minutes go. But what does it mean to have the depth now that you can trust the other players like a Taryn Durant, like a Brianna Jordan coming in and filling that void when they need to? Well, I think even this year it was still an unknown because we hadn't faced it. And so when Aaron went out, obviously I was concerned because she had three fouls and it's forcing Abigail to play the point. But... I just think that was, you know, a blessing in disguise that that happened because it made the kids realize that we can play with with them off the court because both of them picked up foul trouble. Abigail had to step off the court as well. And I think it was a situation, you know, in this tournament where those guys were off the court, we did a great job of sustaining the lead and, and doing some really, really good things. And I think the freshmen kind of came of age. So this year you guys have double-digit wins before conference play. Last year, very similar success. How do you think this year's conference non-conference play has differed in terms of preparing the team for the Atlantic 10? Well, I think last year at this point, you know, we didn't know who we were yet because you know, the, our non-conference schedule wasn't as aggressive as it was this year. This year I thought it was much more difficult. Um, and I think, you know, that that first win at Charlotte, I think was kind of a coming of age win for us of of kind of establishing ourselves and that's when we really started to believe. Well, I think that belief is there now. And I think that this team realizes we're good and, you know, we're going to carry, you know, being picked preseason fourth, we're going to carry the role of the hunted much more than we will of the hunters. And so, therefore, it's a different, you know, mindset. And these kids have to realize that there's no name on any jersey, that they stand between us and, and what the seeding is for the conference tournament. And you mentioned just coming out to a bang in Atlantic 10 play against a good Charlotte team. St. Louis is a team that's been picked towards the bottom of the conference, but you played them twice last year. They gave you a tough time when you played at their place. So... 
What are you going to say to the girls tonight to really make sure they're in the right mindset and realize that the same importance relies on beating St. Louis to start things off this year? Well, we're in season number two. First season is out of conference. Second season is conference. Third season is conference tournament. Fourth season is postseason. So we're in season number two, and season number two is obviously the most critical. What season one does is it's, it lets you know where you fall. You know, right now I think our kids understand that defense has really gotten us, you know, motivated and has really kind of put us in the position we're in. I mean, we didn't shoot lights out against Harvard. I mean, but we did a great job of not letting them shoot well, and so we shot 40%. I think we kept them to about 27%, and that that was the difference in the ball game. But you know, we have an opportunity to make our own little history tonight by having the you know program's best start. And I don't think the kids have lost sight of that. I think they like they take great pride in feeling that they could be the team that has these many little kind of victories, so to speak. And I think you know that, along with the fact that it's a conference game, it's a TV game, it's an opportunity to showcase you know how far we've come as a program. I think will be easy motivators for them. So with season two starting, would you say offense is the biggest thing you want to see improved, or is there something else that you're really hammering home as season two begins? You know what? The offense has been strong. I mean, I think the defense has just been always our mainstay. I mean, offense, there's some days that we're shooting really well, and there's some days that we're not shooting particularly well. I'd like to see us improve on foul shooting. I'd like to see us um, improve on um, not, you know, playing defense without fouling. Um, so there's a little couple areas I'd like to see us improve on. But overall, I think the kids have done a great job of being unselfish and distributing the ball. I mean, this year, I think if you were to go back at the statistics at this point, at this time last year, we would not have had more assistant turnovers. This year we do. That's a huge statement, and not many teams carry that. And I think there's, you know, the teams that do are usually teams that, you know, play very unselfishly and take good care of the ball. Let's talk about the St. Louis team, 5-8 and eight on the year, coming off a very tough loss to Holy Cross, a team you guys beat on the road. They're a little bit younger this year, same head coach for her second year. So how does this St. Louis team differ from last year's St. Louis team? You know, they lost some experience, but they're dangerous because they're young. And I think with youth comes, you know, inexperience, but also comes, you know, kind of an unbridled enthusiasm and intensity. And, you know, the coach always, you know, Lisa always does a great job of getting these kids ready. Um, this is their first conference game, so they've got a lot of young kids, you know, playing on the road. And um, it's nice for us to be able to start at home in that situation. So, you know, for us, we feel hopefully that the experience will be the deciding factor. And, Coach, you mentioned it finally a chance to get 11 in a row, something that's never been done in Fordham's history. You've done such a wonderful job in changing the culture here in the Bronx. What would it mean to you to get yet another notch under your belt? You know, it, it, a lot of times, to be honest, CJ, it takes care of itself. You know, like you don't really go into saying, oh, we hope that we get all these milestones. It's just, you know, that's like it goes back to our motto, win the battles to win the war. Like if we take care of doing the little things that we do and do them well, then winning and these type of things take care of themselves. It's the same thing when kids get all conference. You're not probably getting all conference if your team's really bad. You know, you're only getting recognized if your team's good. So winning is, is something that kind of brings out the best in everyone and it also gives the opportunity for people to be recognized. Always a pleasure, Coach Gately. Thanks so much. Thanks, and I got to give a shout out to my sister Courtney. She's back in London, and I miss you, Court, and I loved your spirit and enthusiasm. So lots of love to the Law family. It was great seeing everybody, and Happy New Year to all Ram fans. Welcome back to the Stephanie Gately Show podcast here on WFUV Sports. DJ Sixsmith here with you, now joined by the captain, Abigail Corning. Abigail, team has won 10 games in a row, playing on national television tonight. What has been the key in turning this team around ever since that Hofstra loss way back in November? Uh, I would just say focusing on the little things and really, you know, honing in on defense, um, making teams do what they aren't strong at, you know, what they don't really want to do, and uh, just studying a lot of film and coach obviously preparing us and really just having a focused approach to things to make sure that we have a chance to win every game. 
Now, Abigail, you've always had a great motor on the floor, always relentless with your effort, but it seems like the offense has really been picking up for you this year. What has allowed you to become an even more dynamic offensive player? Uh, I would say having other offensive weapons on the court, actually. Um, they see the hand as a shooter, they see that Aaron can score, and they try to shut her down, and then that opens up things for me. So I'm just trying to take any advantage that I can to be the scorer because obviously we lost our leading scorer from last year, so we need someone to pick up some points. Now going back to that Fordham Holiday Classic, last year you guys lost your third place runner-up. This year, a completely different story. You blow out both the teams. How fulfilling was it for you, having gone through so much here in your Fordham career, to finally be a tournament champion at home? I mean, it was great. I, we love winning at home, and we play really well at home. And to have lost, you know, all three years that I had been here was, you know, heartbreaking. But uh, coming in, we had three good teams in our classic, and, and we knew it was going to be a, a tough road. And took care of Greensboro, and then having Harvard with a 93 record, you know coming off a hot streak themselves and beating good teams, only losing to three actually really good teams in the nation. It was a, definitely a big win for us because they're going to be a solid team in the Ivy League this year. And speaking of that win over the Crimson, it seems like your defense is really dictating the tempo. So what do you think has really allowed the defense to get where it needs to be? And going back to the Illinois State game, you guys held them in the first half. So what else needs to be done for the defense to remain consistent with Coach Gately's motto? We just need to keep being aggressive and keep being focused and knowing their personnel and what they like to do and taking what we've prepared for in practice and carrying it over to games. And I think that's really been the key to our success lately is being focused and practicing everything that we need to be doing and then executing it in the games. Now, one of the unsung heroes of the team has been Emily Tapio, averaging career highs in points and rebounds, and she's finally healthy, which is something that she's not accustomed to being. So what's it like having her out there? What does she do for your team, both inside and then defensively as well? Uh, she's just a gritty post player for us, and she gets rebounds, and she's tough, and dives over, dives after loose balls, and things like that. And then she can put points up. I mean, you know, some post players are bigger than her, but she might. She's a little more, you know, quick or, um, you know, just kind of savvy in the post. And that's really what we need as a different look, as opposed to Sam Clark being big and then, you know, stepping outside to shoot threes. You guys, again, have double-digit wins before conference play. In terms of establishing confidence, what does it do for your team to not only go on a winning streak that ties a school record, but to just keep winning game after game before the real tough games start for you? It's huge. I mean, we prove that we can beat good teams in the non-conference schedule. And coming into conference, we know that every team's good and every team that we play matters for that game and that we need to win as many games as we can. So coming in tonight, trying to beat St. Louis, um, you know, we want to start off with not, or the conference season strong. Last year we were able to go to Charlotte and beat them, and that really propelled us forward through all of conference play, and we're hoping to do the same tonight. So tonight, national TV, this is a team that you played twice last year, once at their place, once in the A-10 tournament. They're a little bit younger this year, so what are th some things you're going to look to exploit tonight at the Rose Hill Gym? Definitely exploit our experience and our discipline on defense. Um, you know, they're a talented team, even though they are young. But then again, we do have more experience on our team. So we're going to try to, you know, just execute well and stay focused on defense. And, you know, if they go on a little run, just stop them and then have a run of our own and hopefully pull off the win. All right, Abigail. And finally, last year your team was so good in the Atlantic 10. Fell just short of the championship, fell just short of the NCAA tournament. So. What can you guys do this year to be even better and take that next step for the program? I think just, you know, staying true to what we do with Fordham basketball and playing defense and, you know, really being passionate about things and taking care of the ball and, you know, just focusing on the little things and 
playing together as a team through the ups and the downs. And I think that that's something that we really have this year, strong team chemistry, and we celebrate every little victory that we have on the court. And I think that's going to help us eventually get back to the A-10 championship. There you have it, folks. Fordham and St. Louis tonight at 7. CBS Sports Network, FordhamSports.com, WFEV Sports all have the coverage. Abigail, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, DJ.